Hello there. Welcome to the penultimate episode of the PBF podcast for 2020. What's that mean? Second last. Oh, right. <laughs> it's just it's, it's one of those things where you it, it's one of those wanky ways of, you know. Yeah. Yeah, you know, people like to throw in elaborate yes, words. Yeah, and then I see them going, "Yeah, yeah," and I just think, "What the fuck does that mean?" Just to make them feel like they're learned. It's yeah. it's a it's a real passive aggressive way. Yes. Of, yes. Yeah. Penultimate. You're done. I'm ready, I think people I'm ready are for done. A break. I'm ready for a break. Uh, well and truly. I think people are just starting to fall apart a little bit. I yeah, think. Yeah. Yeah. I do. I do. I know. I am. Frustrations are starting to boil over. Yeah. People are fatigued. Yeah. I just feel like everything is just. Fucking so much work right now, yeah. you know, like everything I got to do, I just like fuck another thing, fuck. It's hard work. It's like the work. I did see something that someone posted, and it kind of resonated. It said, um, "I'm so glad we spent between March and October with all the resetting and reevaluation of the priorities and values in life, only to try and cram a year's worth of work into the months of November and December." Yeah, yeah. And I think that's what it is. Mm. Yeah, it's been a definitely weird year, and I'm always sort of tired at this time of year, of course. But it's extra. It's been tired. extra weird, yeah. Mm. But anyway, we're nearly there, so we're okay. <laughs> I keep saying this every week. You're like, we're okay. We're okay. We are. We're okay. A couple of weeks. We've got a week before holidays. Yeah, we've got a week. I can't wait. I'm, I'm waking up. My muscles are tightening as I fall asleep. <laughs> Getting jolts. I can't day sleep anymore because all I've got is this <laughs> fucking shit wearing around in my head. <laughs> We'll get a break. Yeah. Two weeks and it'll go like fucking that. Go that quick. <laughs> I love at this point of the year that everyone kind of doesn't realise that it's really between Christmas and New Year, it's a week and a half. Yeah. But I they know. act out as if like Is you're not going to see weeks every. Off. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, and I wish it was. Like it was the school holidays for kids. Oh, yeah. God, I wish I was a kid again. I know, imagine. Oh, Look six to, to eight weeks till, till February. And then kids complain. I know. And you say to them, these are the best years of your life. And they, they think, oh, you don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> and you went to yawn just then and I then did. stopped I'm, yourself. I did. I swallowed it. <laughs> swallowed it. <laughs> I don't want anyone ha- heading on their way to work today when they hear this and <laughs> fucking go, fuck. <coughs> don't do that, Sammy. It's like me pinching my nose when I go to sneeze. To stop it. Yeah, stop I it. do that too. I pinch the top of the bridge. Yeah. Actually, this last week was the first week in like forever. I had to drink coffee while I was PTing people. Really? I had a fucking coffee in my hand. That is as sloppy as fuck. That is not. And I was like, I fully apologize. Everyone was like, oh, that's fine. You do what you need to do. <laughs> I'm like, this week I'll probably have a can of fucking mother. I was going to say, <laughs> you're going to go back on your I words. I was like, I just have to make a cup of instant before I get into this. Far out. Anyway, let's get into it. What have you got? Some mailbag. Good, because I've got duck eggs. Sweet fuck all. Amanda, after listening to the Age podcast, she said it's lovely because when she wakes up to find creases in her face, it makes her think of me. Oh, good. Yeah. Which Excellent. Is which is cute. Kel was wetting herself over the Getting Older podcast. I don't know whether that's to do with getting older <laughs> is or... Is that a part of... <laughs> 
<laughs> she thought it was pretty good. Uh, Lisa drove to Newcastle last week and caught up on all of her missed episodes and she's actually going to book her teenager in to see Casey. That is good. The thing yeah. is, with the with the holidays coming up, you can catch up. There's a library. Back, back catalog, You're going to yeah. have... How many episodes? There'll be 55 by the time. Next week is our last one for the year because we're taking a, a, a little bit of break, a summer break like we do. Oh, fuck, of course. <laughs> we, we started this about this time last year. and we Started said we it in would, the first week of December. There you go. And we said we would do, give you an episode a week and we've done that, exactly that. And we've done it when we've travelled. We've done it. We've never, ever not done an episode. So we definitely need a break. Uh, but anyway, there's a lot of episodes they've listened to. That's right. And the car's a great one to listen to it because yep. you won't fall asleep because you'll be laughing too much, hopefully. <laughs> uh, not to toot my own horn, but... Uh, Megs, she really appreciated the kids' podcast. She's got some stuff going with her kids with food, mm. and she's going to keep us posted. So, oh, good. She's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put see this into action, and we'll see how we go. Beautiful. So that's good. That's all I've got. I haven't. I can't even play the shit we missed because I didn't really miss anything last week. I got it all out of my system. No. Yeah. You can play Dan though. Okay, everybody right to go? Everyone ready to go? Everybody right to go? Is that yes or not? Not yet. Not yet. It's all right, I'll wait. Afternoon, you guys right to go? All right to go. Everybody right to go? Very good, thanks for joining us. Gee, did you see him this week with the, all the premiers meeting together? Yeah, he's a funny looking little thing. <laughs> he's like a little he's elfin a funny thing, little isn't thing. he? Yeah, I didn't realise because you only ever see him sort of the head and shoulders. Yeah. He's got a funny little stature to him. <laughs> I was like, is that Dan? Or is it someone pretending to be Dan? He's like the little bookish kid in primary school, yeah, isn't he? Yeah, there was something funny about him. His ears are a bit flappy. And <laughs> I can say that. Because I've got little flappy, well, flappy issues. Yeah. I was like, oh, is that Dan? I was so weird. I was like, it doesn't look like Dan. Yeah, I did think the same thing. I sort of saw him and was like, God, what's going on here? <laughs> is, that, look, is that you, Dan? Gosh. Dan, who I've grown to know and love. Anyway, we're going to talk about some things today. I've spoken before. We've, we've had Jen Dugard on here. Oh, actually, another amazing, amazing piece of fucking mailbag. Sorry, but I only got it this morning and I didn't think to add it. That's okay. Hang on. Shit, we missed. <laughs> right. So, a lady, uh, I won't say her name, but she messaged me on Instagram this was about when we had talked about both floor and prolapse and all, all those type yeah. of things in the in the safe return exercise. And and this lady is, you know, she doesn't have little kids. Like, mm. you know, her, her kids are, you know, n- not tiny, but not, not, you know, adults. So she went and got it looked at. And then she's messaged me this morning. So she messaged me a while ago and said, just want to thank you about, and I think I mentioned her in a mailbag before, saying that she'd gone and had the prolapse looked at, blah, blah, blah. Then she's messaged me this morning. I thought I'd let you know I've ended up having to have surgery on my posterior prolapse. Had my consult yesterday and scheduled for the 22nd of December. Thank you. I'm not sure I'd be where I am if I didn't have that reminder. Apparently most people go through life without doing anything. I'm so pleased that's not going to be me. And, of course, I got teary and just thought, isn't that fucking amazing? 
How good is that? How fucking cool is that? So yeah. her life has actually changed because, because she 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 listened and, and she heard and she actually thought, fuck, actually. Upon it. And like she said, it's so common, but it's not normal. It's not normal. It's not normal. No. So anyway, we're talking about Jen and she came into that podcast with us, which was great. And you know that I'm a part of this Body Beyond Baby affiliate team, yeah. which just gives us the training and education to work with pre and postnatal mums. So there was a campaign that they ran. But anyway, I thought we'd talk about it today. So the campaign is called No More Pre-Baby Body. Yeah. And what it is is about pushing back on this a belief that women have that after they have a baby, they've got to bust their balls to get their body back to how it was. Snapback. The snapback. Yeah. Yeah. And so I've been thinking about it. I did a post about it and what really made me think about doing the podcast was a girl commented on my post on Facebook, on Instagram or Facebook or something and said that she is having a baby in three months and she is already thinking about the, and I think the word she used was the comeback. And it kind of made me feel sad. Like the I, comeback. It sounds like a, like a reveal from one of those that's right. reality shows where yeah. they go in. You remember like The Swan? Remember? The, that's yeah. the one I was thinking yeah. about. They have all the friends and family and they come out the oh, comeback. Fuck like em, I'm come, back you here. Know, yeah. Give them a round of applause because they lost weight and they got pretty and, I just, it made me feel sad because the baby hasn't even been born. But this is the reality that a lot of women face, right? And I know that there are women out there who have babies and they don't think about these things, but there is a fuckload of women out there who the first thing, when they find out that they're pregnant and they do want to get pregnant, but one of the the first things that was in my head was, one, how am I going to get this baby out of my body? Two, what's it going to do to my body? It's a very real fear that that we have. That, of course, for men, it's, it's... nothing happens to their bodies. You know what I mean? The the woman has to, you know, you give up all this shit. F- listen, prawns, Pro- soft cheeses, <laughs> fucking all the things you like, alcohol. Wine. Yeah, all these things. You grow this baby and it's really magical. And then what happens is, of course, you get pregnant and you can't wait for your bump to show. And when yep. it starts to show, you're like, oh, my God. And then people start to comment and then you feel really special and important. And everywhere you go, people smile and they're nice and they give you a fucking seat and the buddy, you know, in the waiting room. And you're, you're a bit of a fucking celebrity, actually. Like people, <laughs> so, truly, it's the closest you'll fucking get to being a big grade celebrity, being pregnant. After the supermarket, everyone stops and talks to you. It's, I remember it, fucking old ladies, they love it. You know, everyone loves a pregnant woman. It's a really magic time. And it's about one of the only times in women's lives that they tend to not be too worried about what they weigh and they tend not to be too worried about the changes that are happening, right? Because until it goes over the, yeah, the well, hump and well, they do. Well, then until it gets to, you know, your, your boobs are getting bigger and, you know, you're starting to get stretch marks and yep. then you're starting to think, holy fucking shit, you know, how much bigger am I going to fucking get here? But still, even if you're not panicking about that yet, you can see how magic your body is and it's really an amazing time and you're, you're kind of revered and everyone thinks it's wonderful. But then when that baby comes out, all of that comes crashing down. Yeah. It's gone and you're left with your fucking deflated stomach and that's how it actually feels. It's like a deflated fucking balloon, you know, with a baby that's gone. You, you've ba- really got no idea how to look after <laughs> if you're anything like me, <laughs> just fucking doing your best. And then this nagging thing in your head, which is like, I really have to get this weight off. I really have to get back to being how I was. And that pressure is so fucking, one, ridiculous. Mm. And I just thought we'd talk about... How ridiculous How ridiculous it is and what we're going to do about it. And it's okay for me to say that it's ridiculous because I fell victim to it too. Yeah. Right? So what I think we need to take it back to is... Because... 
as much as you can say it's ridiculous, that's not an argument. That's not fucking helpful either. It's <laughs> not fucking helpful. It's like just not ridiculous. Just stop it. The thing that we have to stop and think about is this. You just grew a fucking human being inside your body and got it out either vaginally or through major fucking abdominal surgery, as far as things go and traumas go that your body could be subjected to throughout your life, child having a child is probably one of the most major things that will happen physically to your body. Like it's fucking huge. And yet somehow the belief system that we have is that we go home and then we need to get that fucking weight off. Despite the fact that you've had a nine-pound baby tear out your vagina or you've had a really complicated fucking birth or you've had an emergency caesarean or I remember one girl in my mother's group, all the blood vessels in her eyes burst from the pressure of her trying to push her son out. And we're thinking about how we need to get our pre-baby body back. And it's, it's just fucked because I feel like it takes away from the significance of what you've done. And what you've done is one of the most incredible fucking things that anyone on this earth could have the pleasure of of doing, (laughs) not pleasure, that's have the opportunity to do, to bring a human being into the world. What do you think it stems from though? It stems from lots of stuff. It stems from, for me, it stemmed from I wasn't coping as a new mum. So I wasn't, I didn't find it easy, particularly the first six months of parenting I didn't enjoy. You know, we had, Parker was a very unsettled baby. She cried a lot. I didn't know how to settle her. I just used to give her bottles all the time because I just couldn't, you know what I mean? I didn't, I I didn't do, know I what d- it was yeah, she yeah, wanted. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I just couldn't work you, it out. They don't, they don't talk English. They don't speak to you. So it's, it was, it's just not something that I naturally took to. So I really struggle with it and I had a lot of really low days. So one of the ways that I could project to the world that I have my shit together was by presenting myself immaculately, which is what I did. So I just skipped a heap of meals because you don't eat really because you're, you know, you know, you're whether you're a fucking Arthur or Martha, yeah, you yeah, know yeah, what yeah, you're yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. doing. Then I was weighing myself every day and I was noticing that I was losing weight like literally every day. It was just going down, 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 down. Which was a perverse positive reinforcement. Of course it was. So then every time I stepped foot out of the house, I made sure that I was immaculate. So I had a full face of makeup. I, I would never go down to the shop in tracksuit pants. I would have... Jeez, I remember I used to wear high heels to do the groceries. I was completely <laughs> fucking true. This is true. You wouldn't even think it, would you? If you no. saw me now, you wouldn't. If you knew me now, I dressed Parker up immaculately, and that's how I got around. Because then that would say to the world that look at me, I've got my shit together. Not only have I lost my baby weight, but I get around in high heels with a full face of makeup with an immaculate child on my hip. That was my how I presented to the world. And on the inside, I'm fucking falling apart. But. That was my driver because I didn't have control over the screaming baby. Yeah. So I had control over how I looked. And, and for some women it might be that. I don't know whether that was just from me. But there's pressure from other women because mm. women do judge other women. When they look at them, I know that I've heard people say, you know, God, a baby's nine months old. You think she would have lost some of that weight? Or she looks even bigger than she was yeah. when she had the baby. Like people say these things because they think that, you know, and I think people think nine months in, you know, once it's nine months out, you should be back to how you were before. Doctors, when we, we talked about that, um, one, one listener, Tori, said that, you know, one of the first things, the biggest thing that they made a big fuss about when she went in for her 
six-week checkup, which we know is not enough. Well, we said that, that you're almost back to your weight. We've you're almost back to your that, weight. That, yeah. yeah, and that that is that is applauded. G- GPs will applaud that. They they want you back to your original weight as fast as you can get there. That's a great thing. And so you leave and you think, oh, well, okay, well, I'm on the right track then, you know. And if you if you haven't lost that weight, then they, they make a point of telling you, you know, you yeah. still need to lose 15 kilos or whatever it is. So doctors are not helping uh, society in general, you know. Mothers and grandmothers, older generations of women. I've heard stories, and I don't know whether it was your mum, saying that when she left hospital, she wore her jeans out of hospital. I don't know whether it was your mum, I can't remember. I no. Said after, you know, the birth of you or whatever, yeah. she wore her jeans home from hospital that she'd worn before she got pregnant. Things like that. Yeah. So in the 70s, Mind it, was, you, it was very, 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 was, very, very you, you bounced back really fucking quickly. You had to because it was a societal thing. You needed, you weren't getting around in maternity dresses with, with a three-month-old, <laughs> you know. Those maternity let's, dungarees were being put away for the next bub that was coming. Let's be frank, though. In the 70s, you stayed in hospital for nearly three months after the baby. You probably today, fucking did, yeah. yeah probably. Today they ship you out after, oh. Two days, you know, yeah. Oh, yeah, a two, day. Two days if you're lucky. Yeah, if, if, yeah. If you, that's a long stay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's true. It's, you know, mothers and grandmothers. Because yeah. back in their day, that's what you did. You know, you, you needed to get back. Because, you know, how's your husband going to find you attractive if you can't get your figure back, you know? And I remember that. You've got to get your figure back. It's this underlying pressure from everywhere. you got your celebrities, of course. I think that's the who that's the biggest external influence these days. fucking hell. It has to be the biggest external influence. I'm not saying... Along yeah. in their fucking Lululemons looking like they haven't even fucking had a baby. And the thing is, the magazines and that and the news articles, they go, XYZ... Mm. Shares a real post, right? About their, you know, about their baby body or whatever. Mm. The thing is, they're not starting from an even playing field anyway. Of course, they're fucking not. Who's mine? So, when when a new mum at home, just say a new mum. So what they're posting is a real post, is a poor imitation of what's happening still in the real world. Yeah, because they've got people cooking their fucking meals, which are calorie controlled. They're doing fucking exercise while someone, na- the nanny's minding their fucking baby yeah. and cleaning their fucking house and doing all the other fucking things that need to get done. That's right. It's not an even playing field. It's just, it's just ridiculous. And, I, and I'm not saying there are people out there who will have a baby and who will bounce back for lack of a better term. Snapback. Snapback. Actually, snapback shouldn't. Snapback should be banned as a term. because Reminds you of those hats. Well, they're snapback hats, yeah. the flat caps. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, Fuck, I mean, that's another thing that should be banned. <laughs> men wearing flat caps. Adult men, yeah. Adult yeah. men. Like dads. Like teenagers <laughs> I'll tolerate, barely. <laughs> Barely tolerate because they're teenagers and they don't know better. But you know, when you get to a certain age, once you hit even once you hit your twenties, when you finish school and you're getting around in a flat cap, <laughs> mate. <laughs> you Sorry just, to anyone who's put one in, in their dad's Christmas in their dad's Christmas stocking. Our own expectations and comparing ourselves to the older. The older. So looking back at photos of – and everyone does it anyway. It's like the old thing, you know, I weighed fucking 58 kilos when I was in year eight. Yes, you did because you were fucking 14. The thing I find is problematic mm. is the whole reverting back to what you were situation in your head. You're not going back there. That's You're right. moving forward. That's right. Your body's not going to be the same from the point of conception. That's right. And that's why we need to – we need so to you can't actually 
reverse it to then. You can never. You, because it's not a temporary change in your body. It's not temporary. Yeah. It's an evolution in your body. That's exactly right. So I remember when I think like when, when people hear this term, you know, no more pre-baby body, they think, oh, fuck, no, you know, what does that mean I have to stay the way I am now forever? No, it doesn't. But you, it, no more pre-baby body doesn't mean you're stuck with a worse body. You, no. you could end up with a better body. What it means, whatever that means to you, whatever better is to you, but what it means is that you simply cannot be who you fucking were before you, you grew and birthed a child. You can never be that fucking girl, Mm -mm. that fucking woman. You will never be her again. I don't know. I I feel so sad about it because it minimises what that body has done. It takes away from how marvellous and magic it is by you wanting it to be back to how it was when you were fucking 25, when you hadn't even buddy gotten pregnant. So, like, it's the evolution of your body. Yes. There's nothing bad about it. It's just a new phase. That's right. That's right. And if you wanted to stay there... Don't fucking... Don't have a baby then. Yeah. Don't do it because your body will never be the same. And here's the other thing. Don't have a baby. Your, your body's, body's going to evolve anyway. Fucking yeah. change, mate. You're Correct. still, still going to look different when you're 40 to how you did when you were fucking 20. Exactly. It's, and that's, that's the other thing. Like we have to remember... It's just that the whole nine-month period of having a baby is a concentrated amount of changes to your body. Oh, fuck. And they're all good, but it is. It's in a nine-month window. God, my, that's instead right. Think of about a, how instead of a decade from your thirties to your forties. Think about your stomach growing like that in nine months. Holy fuck! It's like you got an little alien in there. The more I it's, think about it, the more I get just blown away by the fact that you have sex. You, you know, can have sex, yeah, and then you have a fucking an adult walking around in twenty say, years. What you, the hell? You need to have. I still reckon you need a license to have a baby. I know. <laughs> I know. Like, you can, like, I, like it's, look, and it's here's the most the important job on the fucking planet anyone can do it i know and it's not that difficult that's what like like to get <laughs> pregnant and have a baby well, just to do the whole process of yeah, it yeah that's right it's that's probably right. difficult it's to conceive the actual act of it you don't even have to be good at it to oh, be successful it's the one thing in life you can be absolute shit at and still come out <laughs> still on top a chance, yeah. of, a chance of, of success yeah I don't know, but it was interesting. I have a client, um, she's a really amazing woman. She's a mum, but she has been in a, oh, her medical, when she asked me to train her, I was so scared because it was like four pages of medical history come through. So this woman has been in a really, really uh, major quad bike accident. Mm. And look, I, I can't even tell you how many breaks of bones happened in her body. It's what they would term... Your body's broken. Oh, absolutely they don't even broken. List the thing. You just she was in in um she was in ICU. She was on life support. She was on in a, in an induced coma, uh, and and she the story she tells when you're in ICU the beds are numbered. Which she was the beds are numbered. So bed number one is like you're yeah. the worst patient. Yeah, in, I was going to say the room, right? Not the not. You're the you're, first, but not in a good first. That's right. And I don't know whether she was like bed number four or bed number nine. You want to be moving down the list. That's you don't what want I to mean. be moving up yeah, the list. Yeah, that's what I mean. So anyway, she was, she was. I don't know what, what one of these beds she was, but it was in the first ten definitely. But she survived and every single other person Went. between one and ten passed. So this is how serious it was, right? So she trains with me once a week and she's, she's a great, amazing woman. We have the most amazing, fucking fascinating conversations. But when I was walking with her to a car this week, she said to me, I love that post about the no more pre-baby body. Mm. And I said, oh, thanks. And she said, 
I think about it as in no more pre-accident body. Yeah. It's the same thing. It is, but it it just blew my mind. And I was like, fuck. And she said, when you go through something major like this, all of these surgeries and all of these, like she's just had so many operations and Mm. just been in and out of rehab facilities. And it just goes on and on and on and on. She said, one of the things that they keep fucking saying to you is, we'll get you back to where you were. We'll get you back to doing this. We'll get you back to, we'll get you back to who you were before. And she said, I, I, I used to think, I'll never be the – and she said, I thought to myself, I'll never be the fucking same again. I'll never be the – and she's cute. She does swear. She <laughs> says, I never will be the fucking same again. And she said, but that's okay because yeah. I'm – this is not necessarily worse. No. It's just different. I thought it was interesting that this woman has been like near death. Like I, I mm. think she actually did die a couple of times. Like she's just fucking fascinating. I keep saying, why don't you write a book? She goes, I can't be fucking bothered. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. I've okay, been need- through enough already, I okay? I said to her, you, you need wanna- to find someone you can just sit down and tell your story to because it's a fascinating yeah. story. But I love that attitude of – she said, my body will never be the same again, ever. There's nothing – no amount of – exercise or diet or anything I can do to make it be the same. And here's the other thing too, as a new mum, just say you do lose weight. And everyone, I know they do. I know they do. They go and get the six-week checkup and then they go and hit the freaking gym and they Mm. work hard and they diet down and all this sort of stuff. They get back to how they were before. Physically, maybe they look like that on the outside. Inside. Your body's not. It's not the fucking same. And the amount of time and energy that you've had to put into that is taking away from time and energy that you could be enjoying your baby, you know, enjoying your, your, your expanding family. I don't know. I just feel like it It just it just takes away. It steals the joy from it. It's a joy thief. It is a real joy thief. It really fucking is. So the campaign is on um, Instagram and you can just have a look at the hashtag no more pre baby body. And there are lots of women out there, lots of different mums who have just got photos of themselves, sometimes in their swimmers, sometimes just in their active wear. But they're saying... I'm not going to bust my fucking balls to get back to who I was before. One, because it's just not fucking possible. But yeah. two, because it's not its not a good – you're not setting a good example for fucking anyone anyway. Not, not, not for your friends who are going to get pregnant. Not for anyone. Not for your kids. No one. The practice of it is never going to be eradicated. No, I know. It I won't know. be. I know it won't. I know it, it won't. Absolutely. Because, it, because it's always – in women, that sort of stuff is always – seen by others as a good thing. If, if you're, a, you're a woman and you're, you're lean and you manage to get weight off and you manage to stay lean, it is always love hard eyes from, from everyone. It's just a fucking thing and it's just tough and I don't know how, how it will change. But when you think about it, like we all and I were talking about this when we were in the car the other day, mm. you know, if someone had said to me 10 years ago, how long have I been a personal trainer for? 10. Nine, nine, 10 years? Nine yeah, years. 10 years. Okay, so if someone had said to me 10 years ago that you can be a personal trainer – and you can be a size 12 and people will still want to train with you and they'll still believe that you know your stuff and they'll still take, you know, your advice. I would never have believed you because I was sitting there as a size 8, pretty hungry. Um, because <laughs> Pretty fucking hungry and miserable because that is what I thought I had to look like for people to think that I was legit as a trainer, right? Mm. Interestingly enough, my knowledge now is like a fucking God. The stuff that I was teaching people and telling people to do – 10 years ago is just fucking embarrassing. If you train with me 10 years ago, I'm sorry. Actually, what's fascinating is I still have clients that are still with me that have been with me for 10 years. And so they've seen me evolve. I was going to say, you know what's more embarrassing? 
trainers who are still doing the same thing 10 years mm, later. Mm, mm. The same thing. I still believe, And not yeah. actually continually learning. Yeah, that's right. Like, oh, that's I right. got X, Y, and Z in, yeah, yeah, yeah. in 1999 and, and, and I've got X, Y, Z years experience. That's right. But it hasn't actually you know, continued to no. develop and evolve. No. And they're still starving themselves because they still think that that's what people want to see. The reason I'm telling this story is if, if, you, <laughs> <laughs> if you said to me, 10 years ago that you could be a personal trainer, you could actually be 10 kilos heavier so you could eat three meals a day and enjoy your wine and have a nice life, right, and still do all your exercises and people will still respect you and and think that you're a great trainer and enjoy working with you. I wouldn't have believed it, right? Let me ask you this question just as a quick add-on to that. Would you have been open to the idea of it? I would say no. No, then I would not. That's right. Then I would not. If I told you, Mm. if you did this and still have a business, would you do it? If someone said that to me then? Yeah. No, I wouldn't have. I had You you, you need to come to this stuff yourself. Yes. That's right. That's right. So this is what I'm saying. This pushback on this pre-baby body, I'm not expecting that, you know, a campaign once a year is going to change the world, but if it can put the seed in someone's head that they're actually okay and that they – they are still a good mum and that they are still attractive and that they are still being an amazing carer for their kids that has nothing to do with how much they fucking weigh or what they fucking look like, then I think that that's a good thing. And then it's like when I did start to change the way that I was with with my weight and stuff where I just was like, fuck, I just have to eat more. I just can't keep being this person. I started to follow different people on social media and Molly Galbraith from Girls Gone Strong was Mm. one of the ones, one of the first ones I followed. And I was like, oh my God. And she is someone that initially I may have looked at and went, oh, she's carrying too much weight to be a personal trainer. I would have. Old me would have said that. Not me now, of course. And and there will be people that look at me and say that too. And that's absolutely fine. Everyone's entitled to their opinions. But what I'm saying is you can slowly change the tape in your head by the things that you're exposing yourself to, the people that you're talking to, the circles that you're hanging in. That type of thing. It all comes back to mm. acceptance. Mm. The same thing is for someone who's suffered a, a, a major trauma. Mm. Amputations, quadriplegics. Yes. yes, yes, yes. Their body is not the same. Never can they, be, yeah. But until they accept that, yeah. they won't be able to move forward. Yeah, It's yeah. just pregnancy is something that nearly half the population that's right. could almost that's experience. That's right, so, so many. Yeah, yeah, that's right. The other thing too is if you're a mum or a new mum and you're following other mums on Instagram and they're these insta what are they called influencers? Listen, insta influencers. These influencer we're mums. We're watching a TV show today. I was having my lunch. Yes. There's oh yeah. A couple of bobblehead twenty something <laughs> influencers. It's the end of the year. I'm t- given with niceties. Twenty. It was like clean eating thing. Oh, they were called the healthy cooks. Oh, there you I go. I don't think they'd fucking cooked a thing in their life. <laughs> Probably posted a lot about it. Making some delicious cacao ice creams from scratch with blueberries in them. The voices were up a few octaves. Yeah. Always up. It's like with some, someone the word clean. someone has tightly grabbed my testicles for the whole <laughs> segment. And I'm right up here. And they use the word clean a lot. Clean a lot. Yeah. Delish. Yeah. Delish. Yeah, delish, delish. Oh, I know. But what I was going to say, if you're a new mum... Watch your social media feed because, of course, when I was a new mum, social media wasn't a thing. It didn't exist. But I know that a lot of new mums are sitting around when they're feeding in the middle of the night and stuff like that, they are scrolling on Instagram. And if you're following these influencer mums that have dropped back to a size eight within four weeks of having their baby, that have the immaculate house and the full, you know, they've Mm. got the makeup on and they're like just casually throwing together this glamorous outfit and all the kids are in the matching outfits and all this sort of stuff, it's probably not good for your head. 
particularly if it makes you feel fucked about yourself, then you need to unfollow them. I did speak to a girl uh, that I was training who said that same thing. She said, I just, I hate it. And she said this one and it's a bit like a, you know those people you hate them but you can't stop watching? There was one woman, she said, I don't know where she's in Byron Bay or something. Train wreck individuals. She's white linen, fucking bed linen, you know, like and she's got all the toddlers in bed and, and she's sitting there looking like, you know, with a tan with her fucking naturally golden blonde hair and she's like, you know, long-limbed and she's drinking a coffee, you know, morning snuggles with my loves, you know, and she goes, and I just think, Christ, I wake up and covered in fucking vomit, i got a bird's nest. It's so staged and it's horrible just don't look just but I know it but she said and I know I shouldn't look but I just find it fat and she goes and I zoom in and I look around the room you know in the post yeah. like what the hell there's not even a scrap of mess and it's like it's probably I not don't... even her house <laughs> like she's, yeah, she's, she's probably a photo rented an Airbnb yeah and, yeah. and done a taking photo a hoard shoot of kids. yeah taking the hoard of kids promised them lollies or McDonald's oh, it's just it's so hard it's so hard but it's this comparison thing too just comparing ourselves don't. to others just stop it one other one that's horrible and I need to do a wee and then we're going to come back and talk about it. And we're back in what was an extended wee break. <laughs> Shit we missed. You went to the toilet. You went to the servo to I get ice. I went to the servo and got ice because we'd run out of ice and we were a household that requires ice for beverages. We like a real cold wine. Yeah, like real cold. And, you know, the fatigue set in. I reach for a red <laughs> to pour you a, a, a wine. You've got a rosé. I see. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't going to waste it. It's not going to waste it. Uh, now, I said there was something horrible I want to talk about. Oh. We're talking about pressure, pressure, where the pressure comes from, you know, feel that where women feel that they have to get this pre-baby body back. What about this one? And this is this is awful. Pressure from your partner. Yeah, I was going to... Pressure gonna, from I, your husband. Yeah. From the father of your children. Makes me feel fucking sick. Can you fucking imagine? You've carried a baby for nine months, it's stretched your fucking stomach out. The thing is, I don't know how you address that because quite clearly your relationship's got issues. Yeah. That's right. Like, it's got bigger issues than his comments. Like, mm. and you probably really don't need to be dealing with this right now. You just fucking got to have a baby. It's terrible. <laughs> you, it's terrible. You, but it, you're but it probably is true. better off without them. I agree. I know that's like, so fucking bad. But if a guy says to you, you know, you should have lost that baby weight by now, or you think your stomach would be flat again now, holy fuck. I'd, I'd take the single mother road, probably. Oh, and, and, and that's not to be like, that's fucking tough, but that is fucked up. Yeah. Can you imagine? I actually had a girl once telling me that she she felt so horrible about her post-baby body, but she said, I suppose I should be grateful because my husband still wants to have sex with me. I know. My fucking, my heart is breaking. And I've Mm. heard it all before. Husbands saying that they'll pay for their wives to get a boob job and a tummy tuck. I've heard that. I'm grateful that you still have sex with me and I haven't even (laughs) had a baby. (laughs) It's because I love you. Yeah, I'm grateful for it. (laughs) (laughs) It's in my gratitude diary. It's so funny. (laughs) Grateful I still get to have sex. But like... Oh, my God. So you're already feeling so insecure about yourself. You're already struggling on a day-to-day basis sometimes. Not all the time. Sometimes it's it's not a, it's not all a struggle, everyone out there who hasn't had a baby. But some days are really fucking tough. And then you're also – you're doubting 
you know, yourself as a mother, you're doubting yourself as a fucking, you, you're trying, the house is a fucking right off, you know, all this shit. And then you've got your fucking husband comes in and goes, oh, geez, you think you're time to cut back on the on the food? Cut them loose. Cut, oh, really? cut I them loose. I know. You literally fucking have to. You literally fucking have to. Because you have done the most incredible thing that a human being on this fucking planet can do. Give human, bring human life into the world. You deserve so much fucking more than that. Fuck that some fucking small dick energy. You fucking piece of shit. You're half- and the other thing is, they all look like fucking shit. <laughs> Fuck they do. <laughs> fucking, you see it. You know, oh, you think she bloody lose. Won't get back in the shit. Have you fucking looked in the mirror? <laughs> it's been, I don't know how long it's been, but. Fuck. <laughs> but it's true. It's true. They're all getting ready. You shouting look like fucking over the shit. <laughs> you fucking, how's about you fucking trim your nose hairs? Instead of fucking complaining about your beautiful wife who's carried your fucking children and had them tear out her fucking vagina for you. Stop wearing your snap cap. Snap back. Fuck. Get your fucking shit together. It's fucking terrible. Or how's about, how's about do something fucking nice for your wife? Like say, I will have the children today or I will have the children every Monday and Wednesday so you can go and, I don't know, hang out at the gym with some other mums in the buddy baby classes and without your baby and, and do a workout. Like, fuck. Would they think you're fucking magic? Do you know what I mean? No, they, they feel like they're entitled. Yeah, fuck that. It's ancient thoughts. It's ancient behaviour. It's so bad. And it's like it comes back to that thing like what? What a woman, what, what should, a woman should just basically sit there and be fucking attractive. Fuck off. Oh. <laughs> Well done. Well said. It's like the old one. You know, I, I told you how, you know, like the, the old guys come up to you in the supermarket and they go, you know, oh, can't be that bad, do you? You know, yeah. give us a smile. Oh, what do I have? <laughs> fucking performing fucking monkey? Fuck. It's the same thing. Oh, my yep. God. Just terrible. If you're a man and you're listening to this, Jesus fucking Christ, that woman's been to fucking hell and back. Her body has been to hell and fucking back for you to have a fucking family. You know, then it comes, oh, you know, then you always get the thing, oh, well, you never want kids or whatever. You know, that again, more again, issues in your but relationship. Again, cut them loose. They're, cut them loose. Cut them loose. It's, it's, it's just... Fucking idiots. It's just the sign of issues. Oh, it's fucking so bad. That that it go bigger than a pregnancy. Just the worst. Like a, a fucking, a, an intelligent, loving man watches and sees, what the fuck? Were you at the birth, dickhead? Did you see what happened? Oh, my God. Nothing makes me fucking wilder than that. <laughs> makes me fucking angry. So it should, though. Yes. Here's something to lift your mood. I was looking yes. through my phone earlier and we're talking about birthing and birth mm. announcements, mm-hmm. expectation mm-hmm. announcements, mm-hmm. Instagram, you mm-hmm. know, all on the social medias. Mm. The latest one is, have you seen the recipe for your baby? Oh, fuck no. One I cup, hate all this shit. One cup of kisses. I fucking two hate cups this shit. Of- I fucking hate it. <laughs> Please don't ever, anyone, please don't do it. If I'm friends with you on Facebook, I never want to see this. Block me now. <laughs> what else does it say? This is one that's come up. So it's, bad. It's I hate this shit. Yeah, it's so bad. It's good, I hate it one. too. Like, you know, we're getting a little sister. Yeah, so I know it's, it's like it's on the kitchen uh, table. It's up there. I'm surprised it's not a grazing plate next to it. And there probably <laughs> is for some of them, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, this one, it's on the kitchen bench. It's your your old school oh, you've got menu the board with the, with the letters. Like, look. You can you can see you don't oh, kind of God. and what they oh, they're kissing in the so background, that's, yeah kissing in the background recipe for baby oh. right this is a good one oh. <laughs> one cup mummy oh. three pumps daddy oh that is <laughs> fucking 
filthy. Mix with love. (laughs) Bake until July. Oh, geez. There's a number of things wrong with that recipe. So, particularly the pumps. Three, I have an th- issue with the pumps. Nothing that you put in your ingredients has pumps. But what's what's one cup of mummy? Oh. <laughs> Is the that whole a good thing? Stop and it. And then the three pumps, how's Daddy. How's about just when you run? Well, how's about you go for lunch with your family and you tell people that you're having a baby, like we all like we did in the olden days, or you run into someone down the street. He mustn't be oh. very good at the recipe. Three pump, Daddy. That's his new nickname. <laughs> All his mates be calling him Three, three Pump they Daddy. They fucking would. They fucking would. So they should. One oh. and a two and a three and uh, a done. I just, I just. These are terrible. They are. They're shocking. They've oh, overtaken. Oh, I actually, the whole thing makes me cringe. And that, but it's, it's a personal thing, of course, of course. You, you do what you want. I think because we didn't have social media when we were pregnant, I just find it all so cringy. Do you reckon you would have done it? I, I probably would have, and yeah. that's even worse. I'm that's so even glad more it wasn't around. Yeah, yeah, I'm so glad it wasn't around. Well, the only one that I find even remotely acceptable is the one where there's a dog. <laughs> if there's a dog and it has a side that goes, I'm going to be a big brother or a sister. You can't. Yeah, people do it. Yeah, I know. That's it, and I only like that because I get to see the dog. There's no difference. Well, it's a good dog. A dog's better than fucking... I'm against you on that one. I, you can't put your dogs in. in. In fact, that's probably more abuse than your kids, putting your dogs in. Yeah, because we all know that when the baby comes, the dog gets... Punted. Bloody, <laughs> yeah, shunted <laughs> off to the side. Poor dog guys. So the, the baby recipes. Uh, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not a fan, not a fan. But anyway, look, long story short, if you are pregnant or if you have had a baby or if you are going to get pregnant, just stop it. Stop it. It's not sensible. It's not helpful. It's un-Australian and it must stop. It really must stop. No more pre-baby body. No more pre-anything body. No more looking back at when you were 18 and wanting that body or mm. looking back when you were fucking 25 and wanting that body or photos. It's just stop it. Just fucking stop it. Life goes on. Bodies are fluid. They're changing all the fucking time and we need to roll with it. And it doesn't mean that... You just go, oh, well, that's it. I just give up. I'm just going to no, go. It's, it's not, forever. It's not that you don't no. look uh, Looking after look your after body yourself. is completely different to your body composition. Yeah, that's right. But just understand that. So, so for an example, right, I am a, a 46-year-old woman. So I, I have like a little lower podgy, little little potty thing on my belly, right? Like it is what it is, mate. I'm not going to fucking, you know, cut X amount of calories and listen, you know, start running and, and all this sort of shit to fucking get rid of it. It's not a fucking issue. It's not, it doesn't mean I'm unhealthy. It doesn't mean I'm unattractive. It doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean I'm a bad mum or a bad fucking wife or anything like that. It's just fucking, I'm fucking 46, mate. You need to give yourself a bit of a reality check. You're a oh. mum. You've got beautiful, beautiful fucking kids. Give yourself a break rather than a... Yeah, give yourself a fucking break. That's exactly right. Take the pressure off. I wish I had John Farnham and take the pressure down. Take the pressure down. (laughs) Get you back up on that stage in Westville, wherever. (laughs) Westville. Your little fucking flat top. Let's make it clear. It wasn't Westfield. It was Village Fair. And that was vanilla (laughs) rice in the shopping centre. I thought you did the. I thought you did the Johnny and Farnham. Johnny Farnham was the, the school of fate. Oh, the school of fate. <laughs> were you on the back of a truck or something? No. Oh, what were you on? Just in a, a field. Imagine. They, had, they didn't yeah. even make your little stage. No, not even the back of the truck. Oh, they should have put you on the back of the truck. Yeah. Really cute for your hay bales and things. Yeah, I know. Oh. Anyway. And the village fair one was on a stage next to the elevators. Do you know how to always put the stage there on the elevators? Yeah, yeah. Saturday great. morning shoppers. Fucking great. Yeah. So cute. I think Jade Hurley was one of the judges. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> What's he doing now? Caravaning around Australia he's or Jayco something? Jaco Caravan with yeah. his gold rings. Oh, it's the fucking best. Jade Hurley used yeah. to, in in a previous life of mine, I had to go into, and we were in Tamworth, which for those who aren't in Tamworth, it is the country music capital. There's a parade every country, and I had to go in it every every year. Oh, yeah. And all the floats have a country music star. Yes. Ours every year. Fucking Jade Hurley. Oh, really? Every fucking year. You should have said, excuse me, Mr. Hurley. <laughs> you judged me doing vanilla rice at Village Fair in Toowoomba remember? in 1991. <laughs> Did you win? Second. <laughs> Why didn't you give me first, Mr. Hurley? Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. You should so ask him next time if it ever happens again. It'll never happen again. <laughs> ever and ever. I oh, know. Uh, all right, if you if you want to send me some feedback on that, what you think about that, but get onto Instagram and look up the hashtag no more pre-baby body and read some of the stories of these women that are pushing back against this pressure that we need to Everyone's take down. Everyone's story is different. Everyone's story is so different. It is so different, but parenting is a really tough gig anyway. <sighs> and to be hating on your body, which has done something so fucking incredible – is just, it's really complicating things. You need to take care of yourself, absolutely. You need to eat well. You need to get safely back into exercise, you know, for, for more than anything for your mental health probably. But we, we need to just... Be kind to yourself. Be kind, be kind and, and just start to just try, try. I know it's, it's easier said than done, but just try to let that pre-baby body go. It's done, it's done. It's little steps. It is little steps. And interestingly enough, my my pre-baby body, I would consider now my body is so much better than it was pre-baby because I don't smoke, I eat much healthier, I now work out. I never did any of those things. I'm stronger than I've ever been in my whole entire life. My stomach maybe was flatter back then or, you know, I don't know. I can't even fucking remember. But it doesn't mean it's worse then. It just means it's not the same as. Mm. Right. <laughs> Look at you. My rant done. Live in the moment. It's a bit. Yeah. It's it's a bit of mindfulness. Yeah, it's easy. It's you know? easy to say. It's easy to say. But if you can just pull yourself back. But like I said, get off the social media. Stop following these perfect mums with these perfect kids and these perfect bodies and these perfect houses. It's not helping you on on your path. I don't think it's certainly not helping me. I saw a photo. I took a photo of it. Did you see? Did you follow Victoria Beckham? Mm-mm. Posh Spice. I do not follow her. No. But she's, there's so many things going on in this photo. Mm, is this one of the ones with her leg up again? She's up on a ladder getting up into the pantry. There's Tupperware up there. Mm. She's getting ready for date night. She's got the plastic pants on for date night. Give me a look. Oh, she's got stilettos on too. Fuck me drunk. Fuck, listen. Fuck me drunk. Stilettos up a ladder, ladies. Yeah, look, if you're a mum, I wouldn't be looking at this. They're like a PVC fake plastic, like a fake leathery, shiny pleather pant. Yes. Get in the Tupperware. Oh, God. So real. So not staged. So they're a hell of a <laughs> pair of pants. God, and they're like a flare at the bottom. Oh, they're terrible <laughs> pants. Terrible pants. <laughs> hey, so we've turned into fashion police now. <laughs> oh, yeah, that'll be our next one. <laughs> fucking hell. I do love fashion police. Fuck. Oh, it's fucking best. It's nothing better. There's one, Look, on, there's one on Facebook called Fashion Critical and she's pretty fucking funny. They just t- just she just, just every award thing. Oh, yeah. she just fucking tears shreds off people, but <laughs> it's just fucking hilarious. And she, but what's funny is she barely knows who anyone is. 
So it should be, I don't know who this poppet is, but I love it, you know, like and it'll be some major celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> who this fresh-faced poppet is and then it'll be, then she'll just tear shreds off someone else. It's very, very funny. Because, look, celebrities these days, we're getting harder to spot. Because I don't know half the celebrities no, well, I'm anymore. Very out of date. I, I could run into any number of celebrities and I'll just walk straight fucking past them. <laughs> I've always been like that though. I've never really can't. Yeah, I just don't. I don't know. We've we've been placed before, oh, particularly with sports people. I've like got New Year's footballers. Oh, do you know who that is? <laughs> do not give a fuck. <laughs> could not give two fucks, mate. <laughs> not interested. Uh, should we bring it to an end? I Probably. Think so I think so. Yeah, pizzas to make. We got one more for the year. Yep. Is there anything you need to let people know of before we press not, stop not, record? Not really. Not really. Um, if you're going to listen, if you're listening over the break and stuff, and you want to come and do a trial at the gym in the new year, we open back up on the fourth of Jan. We're going to close on the eighteenth. Open back up on the fourth. Might do a little podcast thing for. So we do a little special, little, little Chrissy present for a little everyone. Chrissy deal. Yeah, if anyone Look, wants to come and do a trial, this is how how the year's gone. I haven't thought of anything, so I'm just going to put it out there, and I'll have to do it then. We've been all over the shop this week. We are. The meant the brain capacity is just. It's at its bare minimum. Mm. It's like the people who take the screenshots and post them with their low battery. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Which... You had uh, you had a friend do that. Had of a friend your do it this age. week. Yeah, but it was the exact same age as me. She's two days older than me. Yeah, and I did have a giggle. She posted a photo of a kid, and it had the all. The, it was a fucking full <laughs> screenshot. <laughs> the fucking hell, mate. <laughs> Get, getting sloppy. <laughs> Thank you again for your company. We'll speak to you again next week. Another week down. I think next week. Is going to be fairly, fairly loose as we. Oh, it'll be as loose as a fucking goose. <laughs> you know why? Because we're we'll recording on it on the Friday night, and we—it's the end of our working year. It'll be fucking loose. <laughs> Stay tuned. End it with a bang. Mm-hmm. It'll be no less than five cycling disparaging remarks. We'll chat to you next week.